the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's show. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. And are you really listening, or is your brain kind of foggy today? As we're, and more foggy than usual. As we're approaching the holidays, or we've actually just gone through Thanksgiving, we're sort of in the midst of them, uh, having the countdown to Hanukkah or Christmas. Um, have you noticed that your brain is foggier than usual? You maybe go to a mall with buying a lot of presents, and after buying a lot of presents, and then you can't remember where you parked your car, or for that matter, you can't remember where you parked your keys or your kids. Um, in my theory, uh, I think that people are walking around with more brain fog today than ever before, and I don't mean just because of the holidays, although the holidays, that extra added stress, uh, would tend to accelerate the normal brain fog that you might be suffering from. And uh, I have my theories on this, and I'll share them with you, but... Uh, I my guest today has been studying this and working with brain fog uh, for quite some time. He's the author of Brain Fog No More. His name is Dr. Benjamin Rothstein, and uh, he's also called the Brain Doctor. So welcome to the show. Thank you. By the way, um, the book is called Brain Fog. Not Brain Fog No More? That's my website name. Ah, okay. (laughs) Okay, Brain Fog. Um, Well, why don't we talk about that? How Now, you've said that um, holiday brain fog is regular brain fog on steroids, correct? (laughs) Yeah. I like that description. (laughs) Well, you know, brain, brain fog is when your brain feels foggy. You know, you have a... You don't learn things so easily. It's hard to remember things. Um, you forget things more easily. You don't quite get the joke until maybe the next day. <laughs> Where to lose, where's my car? Where's my keys? Where's this? And just, you're just foggy. And, and you, you, you're not, you know, totally like Alzheimer's, no brain at all. You're just, you're just foggy. It's, it's, things are slower and it's harder to get your brain in gear. So the holiday time adds additional stress. Now, stress not necessarily bad. It can be good stress. Happy things can also be stressful because it's more input to our nervous system. And so when you get to additional stresses on our nervous system, we're already taxed, already kind of close to the edge. It doesn't take much to push over, and then your brain goes foggy, goes, goes, gets short-circuited. And the reason it, it really goes to a biochemistry point, which is where I, I focus my, my book and my attention, is what is with the chemistry of the brain? You know, that's part of tricks, memory tricks. We're talking about making the brain chemistry really work better, more optimally. And it turns out that one of the biggest insults to our brain is stress. And stress causes this hormone to be released from the adrenal glands, like adrenaline and adrenal glands. It's called cortisol. Now, cortisol has many positive effects in the body, but too much, too long, your brain goes hyper alert, and all of a sudden it starts to wear out. And now you just can't 
you just can't function clearly. Just not clear anymore. It takes harder to get. It's long to get things going to figure things out. So the brain fog associated with with holidays and and and, and joyous occasions and God forbid even not joyous occasions has a major impact on our brain overall functioning. Because especially if we're already pushing ourselves a little too hard, that extra additional stress the brain can like short short circuit our system. Yes, and we are seem to be. Uh, operating at uh, that point that you talk about, the edge as it is. Right. Now, a lot of us like the edge. A lot of people enjoy being, you know, right on the edge, just, you know, pushing, 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 without time to stop and retreat a little bit. And that's one of the major problems with how we, how our brains function, how we say dysfunction. We, we're, we're always pushing and pushing and pushing. There's no reserves left. When something happens to your system, you can't push anymore, and then things start to break down because there's no reserves. You know, I was in the army and in the army and taking basic training. They said never use up all your energy; always hold some in reserves. Hmm. Because you you know you, you can't predict you're going to have a problem because something's going to come up. You may need a little extra push. And so we have our brain; we don't get enough rest, we don't get enough respite, we don't take a vacation like we're supposed to. When something happens, we're drawing off an empty bank, an empty bank account, and we're going to be uh, overdrawn. Mm-hmm. And so um, what are some of the things in our body? You talk about biochemical causes. What are some of the things that cause, uh, besides stress, that cause um, our brain to get into this foggy state? Well, that's actually a great question. And actually, that, that my book is all about that. Tell you the truth, about thirteen chapters on that very question. So I'll give you a couple a couple of insights, things people don't usually think about. Number one, one of the biggest causes of our brains fogging out are toxins. Now, toxins can be anything. It can be emotional toxins. Can be can be food, air you breathe. But there's certain toxins that we have we don't realize. One of the biggest toxins to our brain are heavy metals. Now, heavy metals, things like mercury, arsenic, lead, these things actually are very toxic to the brain. And it doesn't take much. And you used to say it's toxic to the brain for, for kids with a certain level of lead you had to have in the body before you're worried about lead poisoning. They dropped that thing down to 10% of what it used to be because mm-hmm. it's, we're so sensitive to lead poisoning. And mood changes and concentration and focus, learning advice, all from that toxicity. Well, it turns out there's other metals, too, besides lead. And the biggest one is mercury. And mercury, it comes from a couple of sources no one thinks about. For instance, your silver fillings in your teeth. Those silver fillings are one half mercury. And mercury is the only metal that forms a gas at room temperature. What that means is, is that the mercury in your fillings of your teeth, if you have silver fillings, that forms a gas that goes through sinuses and into the brain. And over time, it slowly accumulates. And at first, it's not a big deal, but over time, it accumulates and slows the brain down more and more. Hmm. And I have missed the hard way myself. I was in my early 40s, and I, you know, my brain was getting slow. And I, my, you know, numbers and calculations were easy for me to do in my brain. I was getting real slow. And so I thought, I'll get my feelings taken out. Just take them all out, and I'll be fine. Well, it didn't work. I had to actually go through detox. Because not just enough taking the fillings out, you must detox your brain. But what happened is, Carol, when I 
detox my brain, my memory came back. I was so, within 10 weeks, it was 25 years, old, 25 years old all over again. It was so sharp. It was, it was great. But the problem is that after about four, five, six months, the fog came rolling back in again hmm. for an obvious reason. One, I've been accumulating these toxins for like 40 years, and 10 weeks, I can get them all out. Four years of accumulation it's not, it takes a lot longer than 10 weeks to get that stuff out of your system. And the other thing I learned is that there's a lot of toxins in the air we don't think about. Well, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so you had the fillings taken out, the mercury fillings, and then what else did you do to detoxify from the mercury at the beginning? Well, I went to a detox program. Um, it's, I have, have an actual line on my website, but it's, you take MSM, which is a methyl sulfonyl methane, which supplies the biovital sulfur, and that's important because the major detoxifier of the brain is called is DMSA, um, dimercaptosacinic acid, uh, DMSA for short. <laughs> and DMSA um, attracts the mercury metal and you pee it out. So, so these are like pills that you take, or yeah, capsules? Or capsules? Okay. Yeah, the thing is, with the DMSA, it, it works by using the sulfur to bind to uh-huh. the metal, a chelating agent, right? Chelation. Uh, yes, and it takes it out of all the tissues of your body right. that have been absorbing it through the mercury and the fillings that that got into the bloodstream, the gas getting into the bloodstream. Well, close, close. It goes in the brain and also mercury from things like tuna fish and mercury from the air, from pollution and so forth. We'll so, but what I don't understand is, though, so if you did that, the chelation, then why did the fog come back? I mean, it was because it wasn't enough, because you needed to do that a number of times? Yes, I do. I do a lot of it. Now, there's two parts, a very important part. Dr. Carroll, a very important part to understand this. The DMSA works because there's sulfur that, that binds and chelates the, the, the metal that you want to add to your system. However... Your body needs sulfur for brain function, for joint function. For many functions, the body needs sulfur. Right. If you're deficient in sulfur when you do the program, what's going to happen to the DMSA? The sulfur goes right back into the body. Mm-hmm. Metal attached. So you're actually making it worse. Uh-huh. So you have to load the body up with the sulfur with MSM first for about a month. Once your body's loaded with sulfur, then... You take the detox program, the, um, the chelation program, and now, now you got a safe detoxification process in your body. Mm-hmm. And it comes out. It, it comes out. Wow. And within five weeks, you feel clear. In ten weeks, it's like, she's 25 years old. My brain was, was really clicking on all cylinders. It was, it was beautiful. So it came back again because all this stuff over all these years, it gets deep into the tissues. Now, the biochemistry is really fascinating. I'm sure you might be interested in this professionally. The um, neurotubulars, tubulars, tubules, <laughs> the neurotubules actually hold on to the mercury and slow transmission down to, <laughs> to the axon. Sorry about that. For the audience who doesn't understand chemistry. Yeah, Sorry let's not get too, uh, <laughs> too deep into the biochemistry. But what, what I, I mean, I know that this, I mean, I've been hearing about the controversy about mercury. And I'm sure a lot of my audience has too, my listeners, um, the, this controversy about mercury as part of fillings for years. So how come, uh, I mean, isn't mercury still used as fillings? Why haven't people, dentists, stopped doing this altogether? I mean, I know, of course, there are alternatives, the porcelain fillings, but they supposedly don't last as long. So why are dentists putting in mercury fillings at all? Well, first, mercury is a very stable product, very simple to use, easy to use, it's cheap, 
lasts for a long time. And actually, mercury is actually good antibiotics for the system. So cavities are caused by infection in the tooth, and actually kills the bacteria in the tooth and in the, in the mouth in general. So there's a value to the mercury fillings. So that's why they use it. The other reason they don't stop using it is because the ADA refuses to acknowledge the fact they've been poisoning people for all these years. Mm. The law, massive lawsuits would be, would be too much to handle. So political correctness, they can't say it's really causing it. But the truth of the matter is, it really does. I have a dentist friend of mine who has a meter. He has blow into the meter. You chew something in your mouth and you blow into the meter and analyze the gas comes out of your mouth. Mm. And shows you if you mercury or not in your mouth. And it's the mercury that in your mouth are huge, enormous amounts of mercury in the, in the, in the uh, breath when you chew. Hmm. That's all very interesting. When we come back, you can tell us about some more causes of brain fog. Uh, my guest today, besides stress and besides the holidays, adding to it, um, my guest today is Dr. Ben Rothstein. He's the author of Brain Fog, and he is the brain doctor. We're learning about how to, what causes our brains to fog up <laughs> and what we can do to fix it. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. The Kerry Douglas Show, with the CEO of Worldwide Music Incorporated and the founder and publisher of Gospel Truth Magazine, Kerry Douglas. By tuning in weekly, you will gain insight, tips, and tools to help get your career started. From how to market yourself to distribution of your product, learn the power of faith-based marketing and much more on The Kerry Douglas Show. Join Kerry each week with guests from the gospel music industry, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors as they discuss faith-based news, events, and trends. The Kerry Douglas Show with Carrie Douglas broadcasts each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, and is brought to you by Gospel Truth Magazine and Worldwide Music Incorporated on the Voice America channel. The Carrie Douglas Show with Carrie Douglas, your premier source for faith based entertainment, news, events, and trends. Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST right here on the Voice America channel. VoiceAmerica.com 
Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. I'm asking you today whether you're feeling more foggy than merry. And uh, my guest is going to be helping you cure your holiday brain fog as well as your all-year-round brain fog. His name is Dr. Ben Rothstein. He's the author of Brain Fog. (laughs) And we were talking um, before the break about different causes of brain fog besides holiday stress and regular stress. And we started talking about toxins, particularly mercury in our teeth, and um, how to detoxify from them. Tell us some more about the toxins because I guess, is that one of the, besides stress, I mean, have you ranked these causes? Like what causes, I mean, I know everybody is a little different, but I would say um, stress would be number one and then maybe toxins number two as the most um, significant causes of brain fog? I think so. I think of all the causes, there's a lot of causes of brain fog, and they're very, a lot of them are very common. I mean, you hear what causes brain fog, if you go through the program, you're going to be shocked. You're going to be shocked. Okay, well, go ahead. Let's shock us. All right. (laughs) The first thing is I'll talk about some toxin stuff just for another two minutes to give Mm -hmm. you an idea of why it's important to detox on a regular basis. And the one reason is because there's so much in the environment you don't think about. When they burn coal for energy, a lot of places burn coal, um, the coal factories vomit out an enormous amount of of, of fumes into the air, and a lot of that is mercury. So much so... These clouds of mercury have been traced across continents, across the ocean. When it rains, the mercury comes out of the clouds into the water. The water, then the plants in the water pick up, pick up the mercury, fish eat the plants, and that's how fish can get mercury in their system. So we know that tuna and salmon, for instance, are, are known to be high in mercury. So these plants are getting the mercury from the water, which gets mercury from the clouds, which gets mercury from the coal factories. So it's, it's all over the world. You can't, you can't escape it. You can't escape the factor toxins in the universe. You just can't. So the best thing to do is to, de- to keep yourself detox. That's why my website has these detox programs on there that people can follow to, to keep themselves, you know, keep the b- minds and bodies clear of the toxins. It's just that's what I'm going to do. Um, other sources of, of, of um, toxins, like, for instance, arsenic is from, from shellfish. Or from eating, if you have um, a picnic benches with green wood, you know, that, that pressure-treated wood? Yeah. That's the, it doesn't rock because there's arsenic in those things, believe it or not. Hmm. Anyway, that's enough toxins. <laughs> well, that's, well that's, it's really... Uh, it's kind of scary, actually. Yes. I mean, it's really sad what we're doing to our planet and, um, and how, what we're doing to ourselves by you know, not respecting nature. Okay, let me tell you another top source of, of brain fog that most folks don't think about until I bring it to their attention. And they say, oh, well, of course, that's obvious. These things, these brain fogs and the holiday stuff, all seem to come around, of course, in the wintertime. We all know something else comes in the wintertime. People get colds and flus in the wintertime, right? Yeah. Well, in the winter, what else is going on in the wintertime? This sunshine is not powerful on the earth in the northern hemisphere. And the more north you go, the weaker the sunlight that hits your body is. Sunlight, when it hits the skin, makes the skin produce vitamin D. 
right? Right. Vitamin D is critical for brain function and for immune system functioning. If you're low in vitamin D, that's a significant cause of depression. So the, the, the winter blues, right, that come around the wintertime yeah. are really a result of lack of vitamin D. Hmm. Lack of vitamin D also causes osteoporosis. It causes, it causes, of course, a depression, and it lowers your immune system. Vitamin D is critical for your immune system. And most folks getting colds and flus really from lack of vitamin D. Then they might take 2,000 units a day, and you're protected. Just 2,000 units a day, and you're, you're set. Hmm. And it's very, very safe. Very safe. So that's an, an idea of what's going on. The cause of brain fog this time of year, your body is already stressed from lack of vitamin D production, so your brain is already on edge to begin with. So SAD, seasonal affective disorder, is really vitamin D deficiency in most cases. Well, now that's interesting. Okay. I mean, of course... Um well, plus, add to that the triggers from a psychological point of view, because I, you know, believe that it's not just the biochemistry that brings on illnesses like SADS, but um, I mean, yes, and of course, it's the, the amount of well, I mean, that's what they've connected it to—the amount of light that you get. And, and as you're talking about, yes, that relates to the vitamin D. It's interesting what you know. <laughs> if if people um, paid more attention to take. Even like a one-a-day vitamin, no less these fancy kinds of things that you're talking. I don't mean that vitamin D is fancy, but I mean some of these other things. Um, we Just that one act of taking a, a even just a simple one-a-day vitamin type vitamin um, be, before getting to the more complicated kinds of things um, would be so, so much, would be so helpful. Yeah, I mean, it's the, those very common vitamins, I mean, they're very... Um, Low potency, and they're they're too nutrition like a tricycle is a transportation. <laughs> well, I didn't mean like the brand name one a day. I just yeah. meant you know like a like a universal vitamin, multivitamin, right? A multivitamin, right? Right. So yeah, there's many things you can do to get your body and your brain to function well and optimally. Now, here's an important point that people got to think about and remember: the brain is an organ of flesh and blood like any other organ of the body. And therefore, just like any other organ of the body, the brain can become stressed, fatigued, infected, inflamed, deficient, traumatized. The brain is subjective to anything else that goes on in the body, but even more so, because the brain is a very high-intensity organ. It takes up, up to 20 to 30% of the blood from your heart goes to the brain. That's an enormous amount of blood flow for such a small organ. And so per pound, the brain absorbs more energy, more nutrients, more oxygen than any other organ of the body. Mm. So you got to think the brain has a lot of needs. The brain is not being cared for. It's going to malfunction. I'll go one step further. If you focus on making sure your brain is healthy, your whole body will be healthy by definition. Just as a consequence of being a healthy brain, you can have a healthy body for two reasons. One, because your brain's healthier, you can, you can, you can think and you can be happier and healthier. And the other reason is what makes your brain healthy makes your whole body healthy anyway. It all follows the head. Well, could you, uh, could you explain that a little more? I mean, I guess what you're talking about is that the brain is sort of the command center of the body. Right. And can send signals of, 
I mean, through the way that the mind controls the body, um, that the brain can send these signals of that causes disease in other parts of the body? Correct. You know, I'll give you a famous example. There's two examples that I know of. One I know, one I know personally, the other one I know of because people know this guy. It is a guy, um, is a professor, Malamud, who diagnosed with, with MS, multiple sclerosis. Now, for those who don't know what MS is, MS, MS is a progressive loss of the use of every limb in your body. All the muscles just stop functioning. So hands, legs, arms, eventually you can't talk, you can't swallow, eventually you can't breathe. You're on a respirator the rest of your life. Most folks are dead within three years of a diagnosis. It's just a, it's an awful disease. This guy, he's, I guess you might call him stubborn, I don't know. <laughs> force of will, sheer force of will, he kept on pushing with using his mind. And it's now been 13 years since he was diagnosed with it. But what this guy did, he had some loyal students. And the students rigged up this, this um, contraption with laser in the computer that would watch his blinks because he could still move his eyes and blink his eyes. So they can actually watch how he blinks, and with the blink, way he blinks and moves his eyes, can, can put letters on the computer screen. Hmm. And so he can write, he's learned how to write words and thoughts just blinking his eyes. So in the past 10 years, this professor actually wrote four books huh. just by blinking at a blink at a time. It, it, it's almost inconceivable. And he emails people. He kind of corresponds. He'll come to the consultations. I mean, he's a, he's just like super productive. He's, he's like so supercharged with life, but he's totally paralyzed. He can't even breathe or swallow on his own. Okay, but now obviously that's very courageous, and it shows what um, what we can do if we have the will for it. But then, doesn't that sort of contradict what you were saying about the brain? If the brain is healthy, the rest of the body will be healthy because apparently his brain was still very healthy, but how do you explain the multiple sclerosis? Well, first of all, he's still alive. Ten years longer than expected. He's able to keep his body alive and going because his brain is so active and alive. Yes. So that, it's not a mere coincidence. No, but, but why, I mean, wouldn't it, I guess you could wonder why did he get multiple sclerosis in the first place since his brain would have been very alive before he got it. Well... I don't know. MS is an interesting disease. It's a, now, you know, it's a viral infection, and it's a um, devastating disease with horrible consequences. Why he got it, I don't know. What he's done with himself since he's gotten it is, is what's so commendable. Yes. And that, it, that, the point I'm trying to bring out is how, how important your mind and your thinking process yes. is to your entire world. You can be productive and happy, communicative, if your mind is functioning. Yes. So I'm trying to, trying to emphasize... It's important to think about brain health. Now, I'll tell you this from another guy, a patient of mine a number of years ago. He was in his late 40s, early 50s, and he got Alzheimer's. So they found this guy, and he was, a, he was, a, he was an athlete. He was, um, they realized he went jogging one time, didn't come home for a couple hours. Huh. So called the cops, and they found him 20 miles down the road, just jogging in a straight line, just oblivious. <laughs> jogging. Wow. He forgot he was tired. He just kept on running. And then the next thing was worse. They took, they went to the head of Panasonic at the beach, and mm. when they got distracted, he went for a swim. Wow! Five miles after the they found the guy. <laughs> All wow. body, no brain. 
Well, that's interesting because you would think, I mean, that that's, that's part of what you tell people to do is to exercise. So obviously this is a little more complex. I mean, here's an athlete who still had this problem. Well, we'll, um, we'll get more <laughs> deeper into this, get under the fog when we come back. My guest is Dr. Ben Rothstein. He's the author of Brain Fog. We're talking about uh, how to take care of your brain before you lose it. <laughs> so stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Everything you want, everything you want to do, and everything you want to have is right at your fingertips. People think that accomplishing your goals has to be difficult. Guess what? It doesn't. All you need are the right tools and a map. And that is what author, professional speaker, and now talk radio host Charmin Lane is offering you. Join Charmin Wednesday afternoons at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel for success made simple. Ever wonder what are the favorite travel destinations of the Hollywood jet set? Where do celebrities like to go when they aren't walking the red carpet? Tune in to Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with President of Traveris, David Manning, and Lisa O'Hurley, golf aficionado and wife of actor John O'Hurley. On Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa talk with well-known actors, sports celebrities, and entertainment insiders to find out about their favorite travel destinations and what they recommend. On Travera Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa also offer up feature vacations each week and last-minute deals for your next getaway. Find out what's new and exciting in the travel industry, as well as how to raise money for your nonprofit organizations while enjoying a wonderful vacation. Travera Celebrity Travel Talk with David Manning and Lisa O'Hurley broadcasts each Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Travera Celebrity Travel Talk, your inside look into celebrities and travel. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Are you feeling more foggy than Mary? This show is for you. We're talking about brain fog with the expert on the subject, Dr. Ben Rothstein. 
We've been talking about some of the causes of brain fog. Um, and why don't you continue with that? Because I know that there's a multitude. Um, why don't you continue where we left off? Sure. We talked about the story that there's two people. The one, the doctor, Professor Muhammad, who is all brain and no body, is totally paralyzed, and he's productive, happy, and, and, he, and, and a fulfilling life. And the other guy, we'll call him Joe, who is a, um, has Alzheimer's, and he's physically fit, couldn't be in better condition, but he's no brain. Brain's gone. He's Alzheimer's. And so the, diff- the reason I'm trying to bring out is that your focus of a person's health really should be focused on the brain. The body is important. Pain is a killer. You've got to maintain your health for sh- absolutely for sure. But you've got to keep in mind, no pun intended, yeah. <laughs> that the brain is the key organ of your body that gives you who you are, your identity, your friends, your loves, your hates, your past, your present, your future, it's all based on the mind. And if your mind is healthy, you can be productive, and even though your body may, be, may, may not be functioning, like, like Professor Malavid, even though your body can't function, you're still productive. You still have value. You still have a sense of, of self and, and, and joy in life. And so that's the point. And the idea that... that we got to keep in mind, for instance, I'll give you an example of how we poison our brains on a regular basis. And we, some people do it, 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 it's amazing. We poison our brains on a regular basis by drinking diet soft drinks using mm-hmm. artificial sweeteners. Because the Nutrisweet, sweet, Splenda, Sucralose, Aspartamine, all those are neurotoxins. All those cause mood changes. Focus problems, memory problems, behavior problems, agitation. Sounds like ADHD, doesn't it? And all of those, 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 those chemicals cause these problems, and it's more so in kids but also in adults. And if you're doing those things that hurt your brain, why should your brain work well? Hmm. I talk with teachers and they feed the kids cans of soda, Candy, sugar, treats, and I say, now sit, don't be quiet. <laughs> what are they thinking? <laughs> yeah. You've got to feed your brain properly, maintain it properly. If you don't maintain your brain properly, you can't expect to behave, think, and, and, and function normally. It's just not going to happen. And so I don't think it's an accident that we have so many kids with problems nowadays and the amount of junk that they consume and lack of physical activity of watching the tube and the computer stuff so much. I don't think it's an accident, Dr. Carroll. I think it's, I think it's a, a, a definite correlation between how we treat ourselves and how we behave. Yes. Now, what about hormones? I, I know they have a role in brain fog, too. Oh, hormones. Yeah. Well, first, let's, let's find what a hormone is. A hormone is something produced in one part of the body and affects it someplace else in the body. Okay? Like a protein that goes one place, someplace else, and it causes something else to happen. So the big hormones, you know, testosterone, <clears throat> progesterone, estrogen. Let me tell you about the two ones, women's hormones, progesterone and estrogen. When women go through menopause, um, they lose their progesterone, lose estrogen, and what happens? They uh, get osteoporosis, moody, irritable. Women go through when they're menstruating and the levels drop. You ever heard of PMS? Well, PMS is just the low levels of progesterone and estrogen. When those hormones drop, the moods go crazy because the hormones play a major role in the brain. 
As a matter of fact, the brain, the effect of hormones is more potent on the brain than any other part of the body, which makes the brain your largest sex organ. Mm-hmm. You know, don't give her head sizes. I'm talking about, you know. It's a, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the effect of hormones in the brain, I'll tell you, for instance, estrogen increases your ability to learn and remember things. Estrogen gives you attention to details. It makes you cooperative, loving, kind of soft. Progesterone is calming to the mind, helps improve sleep quality, helps improve, uh, calms the mood, makes you more stable, and it promotes estrogen going into the brain. You need progesterone to get estrogen into the brain, and estrogen helps improve memory. And they've also found in a number of studies that people with Alzheimer's respond well to taking estrogen, and taking estrogen can prevent Alzheimer's. And so estrogen is a major role to play on memory as well as mood. So these two hormones, when you start losing the hormones, women begin to develop a, a chronic brain fog. Moody, irritable, not everybody, but enough people. We all know what we're talking about. We've seen them. <laughs> Moody, irritable, forgetful, you know, depressed, sad, tearful. And we know these things happen. And with actually prescribed, they give them all, give them Premarin, Prempro. Premarin Prevera. You know what Premarin stands for? What? Pregnant mare urine. Premarin. Mm-hmm. Doctors give women freeze-dried horse pee. That's what it is. Right. Well, that makes no sense. It has some effects like estrogen, but it's not estrogen. It's equivalent. It's not estrogens, which means it's side effects that you don't want. Side effects of Premarin are increased brain fog, increased moodiness, it doesn't help women really where they need it most, in the brain. And pro, Provera is not progesterone, it's progestin. And that blocks estrogen getting into the brain to begin with. It causes heart disease, strokes, cancer. All these things are caused by taking drugs with hormone-like effects. The real hormones, taking the real hormones, improves memory, calms the mood, um, gives a better quality of sleep, stabilizes the body, Makes you more warm and loving, friendly. Well, what do you mean the real hormones? It's called bioidentical, biologically identical hormones that the body normally produces. And every compounding pharmacist makes them, knows how to prepare them, and it, it gives the body what it really needs to be normal, to feel like it's supposed to feel, not feeling old. Okay, so why do doctors um, mostly not give these bioidentical hormones but give the... Um, you know, the typical pharmaceutical-produced drugs like you were mentioning? Marketing. Listen, you know, we, we know who pays for medical school and the, the courses and conferences and seminars and journals and articles. Drug companies. And so what they do is they actually they, they teach doctors so much how to prescribe the wrong stuff, they don't think of looking at the real stuff. Hmm. There's, no, there's no incentive. But the real hormones are very beneficial. Prevent cancer, prevent heart disease, prevent strokes, prevent osteoporosis, elevate the mood, prevent the depression. Um, they're very healthy for the body. Now, I know that one of your degrees is um, being a diplomat of the aging or anti-aging, um, what, society? Am I yeah. saying it right? Um, is this something that that doctors are talking about who are into sort of the emerging science of anti-aging? I mean, people who are exploring these new possibilities? Is this sort of a revolution? It is. 
not really a revolution, more of a, more of a, of a bringing out what we already know to be true. And it is, it's a major movement in the country. A lot of a thousand doctors getting on the, getting on the bandwagon, realizing that we've been duped. We've been duped by drug companies. And of course, it's dangerous to say that because drug companies have ways of making a doctor's life miserable, but that's not a political issue. But the truth what happens is there's, a lot, there's thousands and thousands of doctors now going into the bioidentical hormone replacement therapy um, approach to treating humans, treat people with what they really need in their body, and prevent all kinds of diseases. How about men? Think a minute. Men, men deny it. You know, we don't, they don't have andropause. Men don't go to change of life. We're real men. That's nonsense. Right. Men go to it. We, women all know it to be true, right? right? You think guys, you know what happens in guys who lose hormones, they get their belly pops out, <laughs> no libido, no interest, no enthusiasm. You know, we know what's going on. Right. <laughs> By the way, you have three signs of man going to andropause. <laughs> what? The trophies. They want a house that's too big, a car that's too fast, and women that are too young. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the uh, um, andropause for men, when men lose testosterone. Testosterone gives a man enthusiasm, interest, excitement, strength, vigor, resilience. makes a man feel like a man. And as you lose your testosterone, you get heart disease and diabetes and depression and unenthusiastic and bored and apathetic, so from the so irritable, grouchy, you know, grouchy old man, right? Mm-hmm. All these things are factors. And what really because probably see it is the mind problems. They're just not happy, they're not insightful, they're not enthusiastic, they're not interested. Those are all brain effects. You don't want to learn, you can't learn, get depressed. Any man who's depressed, any man over age, over forty five who's depressed you got to check those people for testosterone. You almost always find it. Almost always. Once you give a guy back to the testosterone, and bam, he's right back to normal again. It's amazing the difference I've seen in, in hundreds of men I've treated with uh, testosterone therapy. Now, some of what you do is considered very, um, you're a maverick with all of this. I mean, you, what, sort of um, originated or did the original research on or or at least um, the treatments. I mean, we're going to start talking um, about the treatments of brain fog and, and how to take care of your brain in general because now that you've sort of impressed upon us how important that is, um, this is something still that you're pretty unique in, in talking about or talking about so vociferously. Is that correct? That's correct. <laughs> okay. Well, being we'll... a pioneer. We'll uh, be back with the vociferous pioneer in a few minutes after we take a break. (laughs) You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. My guest is Dr. Ben Rothstein. He's the author of Brain Fog. We'll be talking more about your foggy brain, what to do about it when we come back. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? 
Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with Easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guests, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch, where we're teaching you how to make your brain unfogged um, so you can be more merry and less foggy um, for the holiday season and beyond. My guest is Dr. Ben Rothstein. He's the author of Brain Fog. We've been talking about some of the causes and symptoms of brain fog, and now let's talk about some of the cures. How do we take care of our brain? Well, I'll tell you, you know, the three biggest things to take care of your brain are things we should be doing every single day. And that, number one, is getting adequate rest. If you're tired, your brain can't function well. So you need the adequate rest between six and eight hours. You should not need more than eight. You should not get less than six in that range. Six to eight is what makes most people's brains work really well. On the second thing is... Well, you know, what about... I mean, I've also read eight to ten. Um, nah, ten's too much. Okay. Something's wrong. If a person is that much sleep, they're out of balance. Either not sleeping well or something else is wrong with their system. Uh-huh. I mean, it does seem like taking... A taking too much of your life, throwing too much of your life away and, and losing it in, in bed at uh, going beyond that. But Yeah, and it's, it first needs that much rest. You know, there, there's probably mm. something else going on with them is metabolically wrong, hormonally wrong, stress factors, mm-hmm. deficiencies. Something else is off. You should not need more than eight hours sleep. Okay. Unless, unless you're a competitive athlete and you're putting out so much energy, working so hard, but I get really fatigued and the busy drops, and you just can't function. You need that extra hour, that extra sleep. Uh-huh. But most of us aren't aren't competing, aren't doing triathletes, you know. Okay. What are the other things? Other thing is hydration. Water. Water makes your brain think better, more clearly. And how much water? Eight glasses? No. 
It's whatever it takes. And the way you know is what I learned in the Army. My, my drill sergeant said, Troops, you drink until you pee clear. Is that clear? Yeah, yeah. That's because when your urine is, is, is when you're adequately hydrated, the urine turns clear. The thing is, you shouldn't drink so much that you're peeing more than every two hours. Then you're hyperhydrated, then you're overhydrated. So you clear urine every two hours is like the perfect balance of hydration for a person. And makes your brain work really well. The next one. I think just, I, I think you should also mention though, that when a person starts drinking more water than they used to in order to try to get themselves hydrated at the beginning until the bladder gets accustomed to this increased intake of water, you do um, urinate more frequently. So the two hours would be after sort of a, I guess, um, I don't Breaking know. period? Yeah, after a period of adjustment because I don't want people to think that... Uh, to stop drinking because they're thinking that they're urinating too often, you know. Mm. But um, so so it's after a while that that uh, if it's more than two hours, as you said, every two hours. But give yourself two weeks. Two, two weeks is plenty for your body to adjust. Okay. Go ahead. That's a, good, that's a very good point. The other one is um, is fiber, like oat, oatmeal and oat bran, the best for terms of for uh, oh, psyllium, P S Y L L I U M psyllium. Those are the great best forms of, of fiber. And why that's important for two reasons. Reason number one is fiber attracts toxins and you poop it out. Number two is when your bowels are better, your, your brain thinks better. It's a fact of life. You think better when you, when you, when you move your bowels. Hmm. Um, the other thing people should be doing on a regular basis is exercise. And I'll give you the reason in brief. When you exercise, your heart beats harder and stronger and you have more blood going to your brain. And therefore, your brain will work better just because you're exercising. And so exercising is a, is a, is a major benefit to the brain, not just to the body, because you're increasing your blood flow. Yes. Um, another thing you do for brain, um, for detox the brain, well, then detox gets a little bit more complex. Um, and um, that really should get a look at the book for that one, because I don't want to give too much advice on the phone that it's not exactly what they need to hear yeah. for detoxing the brain. Um, but does it involve taking capsules or yeah, take capsules, taking MSM, DMSA, something called metal freeze, a spray you put it, spray under your tongue. It's really great for you. If you have silver filling in your teeth, you can't take the DMSA. So you take this called something called metal free, um, which um, will detox the body. It goes out to your bowels that way. Um, other things to do, things to do is, is things that that um, be aware of the fact that a person has hormonal changes in life. If you're going through middle age and having hormonal changes, you know, find a doctor who does bioidentical hormone replacement therapy and get your hormones balanced. You'll be a lot happier, a lot healthier, a lot more stable. Um, in the wintertime, take vitamin D. Now, take something else. That's a Carol. In the summertime, people are staying indoors, covered up, slathering on, you know, all this um, um, sunscreens, they don't make vitamin D in the summertime either. As a matter of fact, they're mm. deficient pretty much all year round. Mm. So taking vitamin D is a real is a real important thing to do. And um, I'll tell you one last really hot tip: the thing that if I had to take only one supplement, only one thing to take in my uh, after all things, just take one thing, it would be fish oil. Fish oil, the omega three fatty acids, those things 
supply and fortify the brain better than anything else. Fish oils. Two and a half to three grams a day is all you need, and it protects your brain, your heart, your liver, your circulation, everything. Everything improves with fish oils. Hmm. You know, it's it's interesting because we hear about some of these things, you know, uh, uh, well, fish oils is relatively new that we've been hearing about that, but, you know, exercise and sleep, and, and everybody goes, yeah, 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 but um, I have, you know, I have to get out there and work. I have a lot of work to do, or I have, you know, I have to make money. I have to uh, do this or do that or take care of, you know, well, the sandwich generation, taking care of children and parents, things like that. And so it's, yeah, yeah, I'll get around to it. And um, what's really important is that today, with all the stresses of the modern world, I mean, not just the holidays, but um, for me, the big one that I'm passionate about trying to wake people up to is the impact of living under the threat of terrorism every day. So we need to make sure our brains uh, that we need to count on in case of an emergency, uh, also, as well as the daily stress of that, um, need to be in top form. So it's really more important than ever to stop saying, yeah, yeah, and to actually make these things happen. And let me just uh, uh, recap um, what Dr. Brain, the brain doctor, <laughs> said. And that's the six to eight hours of sleep, the water until your urine is clear, fiber, exercise, hormone, balancing your hormones, um, vitamins, especially vitamin D, fish oil, and uh and that's it. So write those down and uh and really do something about it. I mean, even if you change if you add to your regime one a week um and to, to make it really simple, you know, you don't have to start uh changing your whole life in one day, but just list these things and and plan to add um these brain uh enhancing or brain saving mechanisms to your life and it really isn't that difficult there are things you should be doing instead of saying see the problem is um that when people get stressed out or people get covered with brain fog you know too fogged it's hard for them to think about taking care of their brain yeah absolutely and that's that's the biggest problem you get you're so into it you can't see to get yourself out of it Right. So that's why, you know, start when you can get the book and start reading it. And the detox part is really important. That's like a critical part. Okay. And before um, before we close, I want you to give your websites. Sure. It's brainfognomore.com. <laughs> that's a pretty easy one to remember. Yeah. Brainfognomore.com. Um, and log on and learn how to keep your brain healthy. Yes, and uh, people can buy the book, Brain Fog, wherever books are sold. Or go you know, Amazon.com has it or on my website. Okay, and again, that's Brain Fog No More. So thank you very much, You're Dr. Rothstein, for uh, helping us identify our foggy brains and, and uh, explain just how important it is to take care of them and what we can do. And thank you all for listening. I hope uh, this show got through whatever brain fog you're suffering from today. Remember that list of things to do to help yourself, the uh, six to eight hours of sleep, the water, drinking enough water until you have clear urine, 
enough fiber, enough exercise, enough hormone balance, vitamins, especially vitamin D, and fish oil. So uh, I'll be talking to you next week when uh, we're all having clearer brains. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Dr. Ben Rothstein, for uh, being with us. And um, you've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat.